Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And we are recording in person. Yeah, for a change. Kaylin, this is episode 34. I told you that earlier. Why I, did you act like you just told me that? I had to ask. I Every every week, I'm like, what? Is this episode 26? Yeah, you guys think Doug's the smart one? I'm actually the smart one. I remember everything. I never claimed to be the smart one. Who claims that I'm the smart one? Yeah, we're... This is a very cozy episode. Sipping some tea. Got a blanket on. And the blanket has a name. It's Hat. I told you that in confidence, (laughs) Kaylin. So, um... What have you been up to? I haven't actually talked to you about anything too real. No, no. What have you been up to? Um, honestly, just work. Yeah? Yeah. There's really not too much that I want to do besides, like, go to work and, like, just be home. Yeah. So, that. What are you doing when you're at home? Mostly watching television. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a movie or two here and there. Um, did I tell you that I bought a bunch of crap shit No, recently? you didn't. So I bought a bunch of um, canvases mm-hmm. to paint because I really like to paint. I'm garbage at it, but it's, it's a lot of fun, even it, if you're not good at it. It is, yeah, yeah. and it's it's soothing. It makes me calm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also bought um, some yarn because I'm gonna crochet a blanket. Um, I'm also shitty at that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I buy? Um, did I buy a puzzle recently? Kaylin, how do you not know if you bought a puzzle or not? Because I feel like I've just been... Oh, that's another one of my hobbies. Just buying, <laughs> buying everything yeah. off the internet. I definitely feel that. Mm. That's a horrible thing that I've fallen into lately, too. It's hard. Because I like want the things, but I don't... Because I'm not doing anything. So yeah. I want to like do... Something other than just watch television, read books. And I know. I'm like, I get into watching stuff and I'm just like, oh, is this just my life now? This is what I'm doing? This is it? I'm just watching things. That's all that I do now is just yeah. watch things. Yep. Oh, okay. And it's just like so much things. Yeah. And it's like, do you really, do you really like fully um, remember them? Like, do you like, does it? No. Because you know what? I remember the other day I texted you and I was like, I was really excited because I wanted to talk about things that I watched. And I mm-hmm. already forget what the things were that I wanted to tell you that I watched. Was it the things that you told me to watch? Yes. We're, should we save that? Because I feel like. Yeah, we'll talk want, about that in a couple minutes. Yeah, you wanted to watch that mm-hmm. um, a couple more times. Did you watch it a couple more no, times? No, I didn't. Okay. I was totally teasing you. I was never going to watch it again. Oh, because I watched it. Yeah, I thought you were insane. <laughs> Okay, should we just talk about it? Yeah, so this past week on Saturday, Mm -hmm. the Travel Channel aired a small special, Mm -hmm. what is it, the show is called Ghost Nation? Ghost Nation, yep. So Ghost Nation did a special episode, I mean, not special episode, they do every episode. Well, it's special It's special to us. So they did an episode on the Burroughs Mansion, which is about a block down from the shop. Mm -hmm. It's a um, pre-Revolutionary War building that's been, you know, kept... In its full glory, basically, thanks yeah. to our historic society in town. And they did a special there because... not I keep calling it a special. It's not a special. It's just it's an episode. It's still special to us. So we're going to call it... <laughs> Near and dear to my heart. <laughs> so the building is super haunted. And mm-hmm. they wanted to go suss out where them ghosts was at <laughs> in it. And... They busted in with their proton packs. Yeah. 
And they found Slimer. <laughs> I AKA, wish they found Slimer. AKA, that would have been something. <laughs> Onion head. Onion head. <laughs> so they go through. It was really cool because there was a lot of, there was a couple local people on it. So wait, can we tell the history? Because there is one main story. About yes, the I watched mansion. it once and I know bits and bops about it. Kaylin watched this special twice. So now I'm an Still expert. Special. <laughs> Still special. Still special. Now I'm an expert. Um, so basically, uh, Burroughs Jr., right at the time, mm-hmm. Burroughs Jr., he was um, a, un- a union guy. Mm-hmm. He wanted, he didn't want anything to do with the king. So when the armies were coming into New Jersey, um, when he would sneak back to his house, they were like trying to find informants to like, as you said, sus, sus, <laughs> sus him out. <laughs> And apparently, he got tipped off by some other union guys, and he jumped out the back window of the home and, like, like jumped in the creek, too, and, like, swam across it. And I think this is when I went into Wikipedia hole, but uh-huh. apparently he swam across the creek and was, like, went through the woods or something like that, but he gets away. So his young wife is at the top of the stairs, and the one uh, British soldier's like, what did he want? He wanted, like, her... Her neckerchief or something like that mm-hmm. because there was like a wounded soldier that needed it and she was like i'm not giving you fucking shit basically i don't know there's exact words sisters that they are use. doing it for themselves <laughs> even in the 1700s and apparently one of the guys went up to her and used the butt of his gun and like hit her super hard in the chest that she like collapsed on the stairs and then actually wind up dying from Insane. that from that injury yeah. yeah so she is one of the supposed ghosts Mm-hmm. in the house as well as a little girl right yeah there's a because the house has been owned by a few people before mm-hmm. the the town's historical society purchased the house and okay so there there are certain things about the show that i liked mm-hmm. and i think we talked about that too the the overall premise and the guys like doing the investigation i really didn't think that they came up with much but, like, you know, who's to say, like, the paranormal will just turn on when you turn on cameras? A lot of the mean? stories that got them to go to this house mm-hmm. were very interesting. Yes. When Kathy says that she was, um, you know, just standing in the one room and then from the doorway she mm-hmm. saw a shadow cast on the ground and there was no being that the shadow was yeah. casting from. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the one guy, Al, he said that he had moved, they were having a historical meeting in the, the grand room mm-hmm. and he moved a table from in front of the fireplace just slightly to the left or whatever mm-hmm. and then when he went back in the room the table was back near the fireplace again yes. and he kept moving it it went back and forth back and forth until mm-hmm. he eventually asked the ghosts like please just stop doing this, this. <laughs> leave the table alone we have stuff to do which I don't know if you guys know this I'm not going to go into depth with this story but my cousin's grandmother not my grandmother my cousin's grandmother she was visited by her late husband, mm-hmm. and her late husband told her that if you tell a ghost that you don't want to see it, or if you want something, that you could just tell him, and you, and you won't see it. So now, like a crazy person, when I think there's ghosts around me, I just yell, I'm like, I don't want to see you! This is the rule! I can't, you don't show yourself! <laughs> and then the ghost, he goes, oh shit, she said that magic phrase, uh-huh. I have to go, I have to go away. Yeah. I can't, I can't spook her out now. And then now, now I'm going to go home and go, Ali, Ali, oxen free, and then see if anything comes of it. Even at the end of the special. Uh, it's the special, guys. Even at the end of it. this episode of Ghost Nation, they mm-hmm. said to Kathy, like, 
when you're going about the house and you go into the attic or anything, if you just tell them, like, hi, I am here with the Historical Society. We're here to maintain this home mm-hmm. and keep your memory alive. We yeah. mean no ill will. They said, like, they told her to say that to the whatever may be giving her the willies, I guess, yes. right? Like, yeah. to just say that and that will... Or should at least put the spirit at peace. I feel like I could have a whole entire episode about ghosts because A, I feel like I'm super sensitive to them. And B <laughs> and B I fucking love the stories. Yeah. I don't care if they're fake or not. I don't care if they're embellished, but when people tell me I'm like, oh my god. Well, when they have their next event mm. and you know, we're able to go, we definitely should go. Yeah. We could do a an episode from there. Fun. And can we tell our ghost stories? Yeah. Because I have this thing recently, and I can't tell who passed away because it's, it's just, it's too much information. But ever since said person passed away, I feel... It was you, wasn't it? <laughs> it was me. I'm a ghost. Sorry. <laughs> Kaylin, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> anyway, I feel like phantom touches now. Oh, like weird. I feel like physical sensation on my body, mm-hmm. and I like freak out. I panic. Like it, it. Well, I can't tell the story. It happens at work. It happens at work, and I feel it all the time. And I'm like, I always think somebody's behind me touching me, so I turn around real quick, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's super creepy. Anyway, back to the special, as Doug would call it. <laughs> um, the one season two, episode twelve of Ghost Nation. <laughs> Actually, now we're a Ghost Nation podcast. We, <laughs> we now record after each episode and give a uh, Welcome to Ghost Nation chat. <laughs> so one thing I thought was super interesting that I didn't really know about New Jersey was that it was the last state in the Union um, to free slaves. Yeah, I did not know that. I, I That's did. crazy. And that did lead them to one of the more interesting parts of the episode mm-hmm. where they saw... In the attic, there had been several, they didn't really say, because they don't totally know, yeah. several enslaved people they in said, the attic of that They house. said that there could have possibly been dozens yeah. in this tiny attic room. Yeah. Dozens of, of enslaved people. Yeah. Wild. And there was these, like... Like etching etchings. slash... Uh, writing possibly yeah it looked like some of it looked like it could have been in code like mm-hmm. it was as intricate as just being like the letter e some numbers a letter b some yeah. numbers it looked like it was it was very clear what was written and it, i thought it was really cool that they highlight it uh-huh. and the woman that was reading these etching was wonderful because i would have it would have taken me several minutes slash hours to like figure out what yeah. things were saying but and she, she was, was like, like that's the name polly like yes. that's the name whatever mm-hmm. she could tell like even yep. and a lot of the names were then where they scratched were out. clearer they were scratched out mm-hmm. they were and she believed that perhaps this was some sort of code that could have been a part of the underground railroad yeah, which i thought was super super codes to safety codes mm-hmm. to locations locate, it could yeah. have been yeah it's wild. Codes to people that had sought out safety already. Like, you know, like Polly could have yeah, been, you know been, what I mean, exactly. somebody that was there. That was really interesting. And then later on on the town's Facebook those, page. I want those two women to have a show. Right? I want to know <laughs> everything about what they're, what they're talking about. Later on on the town's Facebook page, they mentioned, because this wasn't in the episode, that those writings were recently uncovered due to um, rain damage, mm-hmm. peeling away wallpaper. Yep. So, like, this is all recently uncovered mm-hmm. things, too, that, like, 
a part of history that they never really. I mean, you could have suspected because they did yeah, look like, yeah. um, as shitty as it sounds, they did. It did look like servants' quarters up there, mm-hmm. like it, like a livable place. But like, in my mind, it would go straight to like, oh, like one maid lived up there, probably uh-huh. not dozens of enslaved yeah, people. That's it's nuts. The episode was it was interesting, mm-hmm. and I think it really it was great for me on a very personal like mm-hmm. this is a historic building that is literally within a stone's throw of my shop yeah. that mm-hmm. it was really cool to see Another all these different thing. walks of history that exist in there that are cause for haunt. Another thing that they mentioned on the show was the um, inspiration for the Jaws movies. Yeah, they did touch a little bit on the uh, And they did the two, stuff. two, like, really pulled to wide shots of the new, like, mural. That mural, yeah. But I, I never saw the 1917 on there. Was that added recently? No, that was there since... Since, since they got? Yeah, since the shark oh. was put there. It was really, really interesting. Very interesting. That they... But that's like, yeah, that's like a big historic cool. thing about the town. Yeah. Oh, but those beginning shots, I, like, kept looking. They drove past Quick Check, like, a hundred times. That's all that they did. They just kept driving uh, up and down Lower Main, like... I was hoping to see your shop. I was, like, looking, keeping an eye out. so was I. Because when, like, so they filmed this in about August, and the town Mm -hmm. was kind of buzzing that, like, what's going on in Burroughs Mansion? You Mm -hmm. know, like, there's nothing going on in the world, so, like, I mean... Obviously, there's so much going on in the world, but you know, like there's there was nothing going Wait, on. People Dad, weren't. What's what's going on? In the world? So there's this virus, Kaylin. But you know, I think so... you might have had it. That's how it started last time. <laughs> so there's you know there wasn't any tours or anything going on in mm-hmm. the mansion. So when you see people milling about and doing something, yeah, especially not the usual people that you see tending to the house. Yes, they're like, what is that? So then it, word mm-hmm. kind of got out that Ghost Nation was filming. And I was standing in the in the large window in my shop one day, and I mm-hmm. saw a big SUV go by with like cameras mounted on like their the side view mirrors. Yeah. And I was like, I think a reality show just drove by to Justin. He was like, Really? I'm like, Yeah. They had like the, the those cameras, cameras on the yeah. side mounted. And he was like, Weird. And then all of a sudden, this buzz starts happening, and I'm like, Oh my god! It was those ghost guys. It had to have been <laughs> those them. Ghost you know. Guys. Doug, they're Ghost Nation. <laughs> Put a little respect on their name. It was a special. <laughs> so other than that, I watched the um, the Marvel 616 documentary mm-hmm. that Gillian Jacobs did about mm-hmm. the women of Marvel. Yes. Women creators behind a lot of comics at Marvel. Which I loved. That was a very good. I loved That it. was a special. I, I even, I was confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know it was like episodic and it's, like directed by different people. It's so cool. I thought that they were going to be like a half an hour long. It was yeah. like an hour and 20 minutes, right? Well, yeah. It's a full documentary. Yes. Like, yeah. And there's multiple and it goes through so many different aspects, which I really want to revisit because I didn't have time. Yeah. I, I had to rewatch both Ghost Nation twice <laughs> and 616 twice. Um, but I really do want to go back to certain episodes because it starts with, uh, what was the first one? Um, there was Spider-Man in Japan. Yes, I think that's the first yeah. one. The next one that I'm really probably going to jump immediately to is the one by Paul, Paul Shear. Yeah, Paul Shear mm-hmm. did one about all of like the maybe lost or forgotten or underused yes. characters in the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe. And that's a very interesting topic to me because yes. there are some freaky weirdos that are one-off characters mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see that as well but doug asked me to watch the second episode what was it it was like 
reach higher. I think it was called further, further higher, higher, faster, faster which is like, like a Captain Marvel mantra. Mm. So I th- that's like a very good title to put on it too. You know, Aww. like. And it was directed by um, Gillian Jacobs. Gillian Jacobs. Gillian, yeah. sorry, Hard J. Gilly. Gillian Jacobs. <clears throat> that was it. Was really interesting, and it was cool to see some of these women that are like kind of unsung heroes behind the scenes of some mm-hmm. of these like major books and stuff. The overall theme that I got from the whole episode, and I'm not trying to like simplify it, but the whole theme was like these women just like did whatever the fuck and they like didn't give a shit about like if women should be in the comic business or should yeah. be drawing like the one uh the one woman that started sketching or did the sketching for the esquire piece mm-hmm. i cannot remember her name I can't that's really either. unfortunate it's because it horrible. was really cool what she did yes like she was just like super fucking busy in the office just doing whatever they asked her to do and then she wound up drawing this piece for Esquire that was beautiful. Yeah. And then getting more work from that. And she was just like, I just, you know, did whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, she didn't think it was a huge deal or yeah. like a, you know, a huge stepping stone for people. But it was, you know? Yeah. And like, none of these women were like, I was treated poorly. They're like, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking care. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a boys club and I dealt, yes. and, you know, and I yeah did the, the job and I got recognized. It was... Went- Broke that ceiling. Yeah. Didn't make a fucking fuss about it. Not that you shouldn't. I also thought the framing was really interesting uh, around Sana and her um, coming up with the idea of Miss Marvel. Yes. I thought that was really, really cool. And yes. when you start to realize, I know you haven't read very much of these mm-hmm. Marvel characters, but when you start to see that, like, oh my God. How those stories got put together. They literally, Miss Marvel seems like she almost is Sana. Oh, Like yeah. that character, there is 100%. no other way to put it than that she did She's make that character She's from New Jersey. Her. Yeah. Hello? Like, just down to how, like, charismatic and mm-hmm. bubbly and, like, very, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there kind was something like, about and it I, I don't want to, like, categorize people, but, like, somebody that you would never expect... To have, like, such a deep love for comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost refreshing it's to be like, like, she put her own spin on it. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't like, I mean, everyone does. There's, a, every, I think, a part of everyone in any sort of art medium, you know? And but, it further proves that comics are for everyone. Like, oh, for sure. They're for everyone. Yeah. If you haven't found the right one for you, keep looking, please. Yeah. Because you will find it and you'll be like, oh my god. And that's, you know, one of her inspirations for making Miss Marvel was, like, she didn't see herself reflected in comics. Yeah. So she literally was like, this is an interpretation of myself. Yeah. And I'd like to see it. You Don't see I mean? it. Make it. Yep. Like, it was really, really cool. And it was, it, it's, like, almost heartbreaking to hear how worried they were that they were going to get hate mail and that mm-hmm. this wasn't going to speak to yes. anyone. And so how could you do this? And one of the of creators, thing. I forget who this one was either. We're horrible with names. I'm just going to suggest you guys go watch it. But, <laughs> um, one of the ones was uh, her one of her first, I guess, independent jobs when she took over. Fuck. I forget who she took over. But it was to kill uh, Spider-Woman. And Nascenti. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was, they were like, okay, we'll give you a book here. Kill Spider-Woman. And she was like, okay. Like, yeah. she took the whatever job and she. And then she was like, and later I realized that probably nobody wanted to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she took whatever job came across her desk and mm-hmm. then literally killed it. Like, yeah. you know. 
And it's really cool to see that so many of those women are still working in the industry. Oh, for sure. And Vicente, Louis Simonson. Mm -hmm. I mean, and all their work is still, like, memorable. It's not just forgotten pieces. There are so many points I want to bring up in this episode, but I just don't think we'll have enough time. Yeah. Because there's, like, so many different characters that were made. There was characters that were perfected. There was a lot of stuff. Who is the, who is the redhead? Kelly Sue DeConnick. She was a lot of fun. She's, like, literally my favorite person I love her. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. I, before we started recording this, Kaylin said that she was thinking of dabbling and trying out some Marvel characters. See, now I told you that in confidence. (laughs) But I think, like, you're having said that, like, that Kelly Sue literally spoke to you maybe a little bit in Mm -hmm. that special. Yeah. I'm going to recommend some books for you Mm. that I think you'll really dig. Guys, I want you to stay tuned because I want to, like, do, like, a new segment because I don't really travel too far from what i know mm-hmm. which is sincerely platonically i mean not platonically um what's the word i'm looking for mm. specifically i don't know whatever um indie comics exclusively thank you that's not platonic <laughs> yeah you read a lot of indie books and yes. your indie books that you read run the gamut but one of the things that they do have that the, one of the things that they don't have in all mm. of the indie comics that you read is there are no superheroes in your indie comics. You don't read true. you don't read cape books. That's true. Like you primarily read Supernatural or a Slice mm-hmm. of Life or yes. you know other things like that. Not not really any superhero books. No, I mean there's like you know uh, protagonists that like have special. Yeah, yeah. And stuff, but, but there's no like literally I'm putting on spandex amongst yeah, another group yeah. of spandex folks and we're going to fight. I feel like I said know. this one of the one of the earlier episodes where I just like it's very daunting for me mm-hmm. like to choose something. So I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'm going to like it and I'm not sure who I'm going to like if I like mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I am willing to try. So I want to make that a new thing where I try different stuff and see if I like different things i dig it yeah i dig it i think that if i could give you one recommendation i think you would be able to spin yourself out from that i think so too so i'm definitely gonna try that i am definitely old enough to be like i like this i don't like this i don't Mm -hmm. really give a shit if you're like oh my god i love this comic and i'm gonna be like same but also (laughs) hated (laughs) like i'll be like this i don't like this um but yeah all your suggestions are pretty spot on so i'll trust it should we get a song one? I was just going to throw it a song one. Go ahead. All right. So our first song is White Knuckles by OK Go. Come on, let it all out. 
by OK Go. Good job, Kaylin. Nailed it. Four words. So now this week we're doing this episode where we've been recording mm-hmm. out of order. We're recording our like talky regular parts yes. right now. Mm-hmm. But we just sat down not literally an hour minutes ago. ago. Yeah. Couple, 16 minutes. Okay, minutes. fine. <laughs> <clears throat> you seem like you didn't want to commit to the hour. Oh no, and I know you're a pedantic asshole. So... <laughs> So yeah, we just sat down a little while ago with our friends, JP and Suzanne, Yeah. to have a little chat about their Gateway Comics, their what they're digging right now. I love them. All sorts of stuff. They're a book club. For, well, I met them at book club. You yeah. You've known them for the shop for a while. Yeah. But I think we all really got to know each other oh through book god, club. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Which we'll, of course, you know, plug in a few more minutes, but our book club is a really great group. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Without further ado, <laughs> here's our interview with JP and Suzanne. Okay. Today we're doing something a little different. Kaylin and I are both here. Hey, guys. And we are sitting down with our friends of the shop and friends in book club. And friends in real life. JP and Suzanne. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. So... Every time that we do these interviews, we ask a couple simple questions. So why don't you start off by telling us and the listeners a little something about yourselves? Uh, my name is JP. Um, local to the area. Grew up in the area. And this is my wife, Suzanne. Hi, I'm Suzanne. <laughs> I grew up in Monmouth County, but now I live local to the area. And 
We are fans of the geekery. <laughs> We're off to a very good start, guys. And thank you again for sitting down with us today. So, um, I know personally from just, you know, having your pull list that we, you know, have for you each week, that you guys read a bunch of different things and you're kind of have a lot of different tastes. But what got you into comics in particular, would you say? Um, I JP always was into the movies, watching the movies and everything. And I actually grew up with my dad's comic book collection. And um, when JP and I met, we both realized we both were both, we enjoyed the movies. And that's when the Marvel Cinematic Universe really started taking off. So we kind of watched the movies together. And I think the first year we dated, 2012, right? 2012, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was really, that, that year, um, you know, we were both going, we are seeing movies and um we were like hey maybe we should go check out uh, new york comic-con and we went on a saturday which was pretty crazy for our first it's like the worst day to go right like the worst it was so good though (laughs) yeah it was it was certainly an experience of trial by fire and um we had a really good time we barely bought anything and missed half of the show Uh uh-huh didn't know we, Artist Alley existed. We didn't even existed. go to Artist Alley because yeah. we got, it was basically at the end of the day, we had seen like a couple of panels and we tried to really get the full experience that we could. But like as we were leaving, we saw people like coming from this whole separate section of the Javits and we were like, wait a minute, where are they coming from? Uh-huh. And we realized there was a whole... Like wing that you didn't yeah, see. There was, <laughs> so, so we knew that there was, you know, this was something that, you know, we enjoyed doing and we were going to really, we are going to want to do it more in the future. Uh, but that we really needed to prepare more than like getting tickets the weekend before, which in 2012 was something you could do. <laughs> that because... like New York Comic Con in particular is one of those apps that I have to download every Comic Con season, yeah. and I'm like, okay, so now I'm really gonna go through, and I want to meet this person, have something signed. So you have to like, you really have to go through and check every one of those boxes so you can remember that there are these things there to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah. yeah, JP and I have gone now every year since 2012, and we're a four day pass holder for it and uh-huh. it's something we both really enjoy and we've learned things as we've gone like you know those hardcover um comic book holders like they're about i'm holding my hands up so everyone can really see what i'm saying <laughs> but um they're like maybe two Standard inches comic yeah book. comic book size but they have this wonderful clear cover in it that we've printed our schedules out that we want to go see everything uh-huh. and where everything is so it's like a cheat sheet for us. But um, we again, little things like that, we learn every year something new, and we meet vendors that we become very friendly with. Yeah. We're family with some of the vendors artists now. And, and different it's, artists and yeah. writers, creators. So. And we've developed wonderful relationships with these people, but I will never forget our first show that like we really did try to squeeze everything in at once. Like I met um, the actor who plays... Um, Oh no. Male or female? Male. Harry Potter, Draco Malfoy. That actor. Tom Tom Felton. Yes. Yes. I was fully prepared to play like 20 questions. (laughs) Oh no, no. What color hair does he have? (laughs) We pull out guess who boards for like that. And you know what? It was a great photo. I still have it. He was so sweaty from like a a girl like every two seconds like Uh popping in going, hey, hey, hey. But it was like. Can you say. Potter for me, please. Potter. <laughs> oh. Potter. He seems really nice. Is he really nice in person? Um, 
I don't know for the like 15 seconds that I did get to meet him. He was very nice. But um, it, but still, it was our first show, and like we had a list of things like, oh, we could do that and that and that, not realizing how much money everything was too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually one of the few yeah. shows we spent the the most money because we just did everything. Yeah, but we, we didn't buy any comics. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think we bought one comic that entire yeah. show. You too. paid for experiences. Yeah. So that's a whole it a whole is other an thing. Experience. We, yeah, we like really the bathroom here. line is an experience. <laughs> it's all an experience. But yeah, the, like the food trucks underneath that weird overpass mm-hmm. that you have to go to. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's evolved so much since. Yeah, that. it's kind of cool. I went a couple years ago, and they did like that whole across the street. It was like Freeform bought the block. Mm-hmm. That was so neat to finally see. Like you know, New York is Archon. We live on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. It's what, a 40-minute train ride on a good day? So that's our convention. You see all these people who are like, oh, we, I went to San Diego, and then, like, miles from San Diego Comic-Con, there's a giant fork standing in the middle of the thing because there's a pop-up for the good place. Like, yeah. finally it felt like we were getting extra stuff to do. Like, now mm-hmm. they do all that Nokia theater stuff, yeah. and it's really turned into the city is, is in convention mode right. instead mm-hmm. of just the Javits Center. Absolutely. Like, the greatest thing that I think that New York Comic Con did was push a lot of their bigger panels off-site. Yeah. To, like, Madison Square Garden and um, Gramercy? Yeah. 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 And, like, those are, like, panels that you can go to, and it really helps empty out the space a little bit. Especially when they're doing things like they're going to show the premiere of the new Doctor Who series or whatever. You know, like, that they can do that. And we love it. Yeah, and it's so much easier on everyone else in the Javits Center that yeah. all the Doctor Who people are doing that over there so there's some more you know arm room <laughs> just like I'm like, thinking about how crowded it does get on a Saturday I'm like sweating in here uh. you guys I mean you're like nose to back to yeah. people walking through like I've seen it's people, a wave it's I don't just know like a baby strapped to them yeah. I'm like these babies are gonna get squished faced <laughs> but, um, yeah yeah yeah, and then really after that, after our you know our first convention experience, we were like uh, we were actually that was right before Superstorm Sandy, and we were expecting you know obviously we were expecting the worst living on the coast, and uh, we were like well let's we were probably going to lose power we didn't know for how long but we were like probably going to lose power let's go pick up some comic books mm-hmm. so we can have something to do we can read some comic books while we're at home, so we actually went to a local store. Oh, um, this was pre-geekery times. <laughs> Dark ages. So we we got a bunch of comics um, then, um, and they really were the start of what would become a, a really unwieldy massive, comic like a cooperative collection that you have yeah, together between the two of us. Yeah. So at no point there was there really like. His and hers in terms of our it's comics. Ours. It's ours. Always. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so much easier. Like, I think that's like, part yeah. of the reason we had to get married because. Probably... <laughs> yeah, there was no turning back. Once, once, once the short box became a long box, it was. Oh my <laughs> God. It became a happy family. Mm-hmm. No, um, but now we have bought our own house and we've com- we finished our basement and we have a designated room that just houses uh-huh. the vast majority of the comics. But. You still go into each of our rooms in our house, and it's just like piles just of comics. Short ever. stack. <laughs> that's my house too. I have just like stacks of trades that are like, and like to be read, have been read. Oh no! I don't know why that. I even brought this home. This stack. Like I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> yeah, I should, but I'm not going to get around to it. It's funny because like 
I'll ask him, hey, we should bring all these down to the basement. He looks at me and laughs at me. He's like, it's yeah. <laughs> like, not a thing anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think New York Comic Con really did, like, um, kick it off for us. But we also do a lot of smaller shows, too. Yeah. And, like, we've cosplayed at shows before. You do Ooh. very mild cosplay. Wait, okay, I need to know, each of you, what was your best cosplay outfit? I did Miss Marvel. Classic Miss Marvel. I've done um, Marvel Girl with um, Jean. Green Jean Grey, yeah. You green know. J. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, honestly, it's a green dress. It's like, woohoo. But um, I've done that one. I've done a lot of, like, have you heard of Disney bounding? No, I have not. Okay, so Disney bounding is dressing up like Disney characters, but in very low-key, average outfits. So when you okay. go to Disney as an adult, you're not, not allowed, allowed to, to dress as a Disney yeah. character. So Disney bounding, people do where it's a lot of color blocking and like uh, so maybe if, some accessories. If, if you were doing Aurora, you'd do a lot of pink or yes. I guess you could you do a half pink, half blue. Yeah, okay. like do a sweater. Yeah. But anyway, a lot of my now cosplays have turned into that because i've learned going to shows you got to be comfortable you got to wear sensible footwear and you're not just... trying to show up with like stilts just to be no, like but character Marvel accurate the one i learned like the blisters <laughs> that i got on my feet that was uh-huh. just like i'm done i think the craziest i've gone was i did the sabrina from the netflix series uh-huh. that was a fun mm. one the red dress and black sensible flat shoes <laughs> liz but... did a liz did a really nice sabrina a few years back yeah. When she came to Philly, that was nice. Yeah, we did Halloween in Philly, and I was zombie Jughead, and she was Classic. chilling Sabrina. But, yeah, JP and I, we've done uh, Fiona, and, like, from Adventure Time, the yeah. genderbender, Fiona, and you were... I was going to guess Shrek. <laughs> I don't know why. Shrek. Fiona, oh, and, Fiona Shrek. and Shrek. <laughs> okay. No, Adventure Time, Fiona, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. Fiona, and what was her, Cake the Cat? Cake the cat, right? Fiona, and Fiona the human, and then JP was Marshall Lee. Mar- yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Which, we, again, is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's jeans and a flannel, right? That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Low key. <laughs> and not the character. Um, no, and I've, we've done valiant characters. I've done Faith, and you've done Armstrong. Armstrong which, which is, is <laughs> again, that's a, that's a dress shirt, right? Yeah. And, and a hat and a messenger bag. But all normal clothes. It was, it was far more layers than I really should have put on for New York Comic Con. Yeah, it was a very sweaty Comic Con. But we did, there was a guy dressed like Bloodshot and we got some really cool photos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and the Valiant Booth loved us there. Yeah. 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 We got to cut that's the line right. for a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the other thing. If you, if you cosplay, you cut the line. They're like, oh, yeah, well, come on, come up to the booth. Oh, yeah, we'll take pictures. Yeah. Okay. Free <laughs> comics. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, we really... We do shows, and now I sell at shows. Yeah, so Suzanne um, is our the Needlemeister. Hi. <laughs> All of the masks that we have in the shop, the hats that we now have in the shop. Um, our thanks to our Yeah, are all made by Suzanne and JP, respectively. There's a few that we're working on together. Yeah. yeah. Some bags that we're working on. Yes. But, yeah, I do some of the crafting, but I do shows, and I sell stuff at shows. Not New York Comic Con level, because that's just, I couldn't keep up with that. Yeah. But, like, smaller local shows I like to do, and JP likes the free pass that he gets to walk around and go to the show for free. Yeah. 
Is it and, not true? And man the table. Oh yeah, man the table. And you definitely, you, you have to like probably bring everything in also, right? Yeah, okay. there's, <laughs> certainly, uh, there's a... You're the muscle, so you, you worked for that ticket. Yeah. You didn't just get yeah, it. it's not a free trip. <laughs> it's not a free trip. No, but yeah, we, we like the show. But yeah, it definitely uh, has been a fun experience um, doing doing those shows. And, um, you know, that's... You're, you're seeing sort of the comic book community at a different level. Yeah. Because you're getting a different group of people. There's, you know, there's a, always going to be a Venn diagram of crossover of people who are going to go to the small shows and people who go to the big shows. But there's definitely... The people who are going to the small shows are usually... Um, a bigger mix of people who are collectors and then people who are like taking their family. So uh-huh. I always like, there was always like a lot of families and cause uh, they do make for a nice stepping stone to exactly. see if our family can now rough it at a bigger show <laughs> yeah. or I was going to say like survive yeah. of smaller shows. There are smaller shows that are mom and pop shows. Yeah. Then there are shows like, um, I guess East coast would be the one step up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, well, it's more, when you get into, a good step up. Yeah, but once yeah. you get into more like regional shows, yeah. like more that are really catering. Ones to that it. aren't like labeled town shows, but yeah. you go like regional state shows. Those are bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York and San Diego. And really, just... you got your Sue's got her start at an event that was is no longer around, yeah. but it was called uh, Comics Book Comic Books for Hospice. Yeah. Okay, it was which I know doesn't sound. Um, it's yes. a really great yeah. show. So it yeah. was at St. Barnabas Hospital up north, and uh, the whole premise of it was there were two aspects. You could donate your comic book collection to them and then receive basically an equivalent based on like the Overstreet value, uh-huh. an equivalent back in tax breaks because you were donating to a charity. Mm. So you were donating something of value to a charitable cause. But then on the flip side of it, was then in order for them to then make money from it is then they sold those comics. Yeah. So they would have an event where they sorted out these comics. Usually any like key issues, things like that were usually pulled out yeah. and set aside as like a, you know, like a premium, mm-hmm. like a premium table and yeah. like different levels. That sounds like a lot of work. I mean, yeah. It certainly was a lot of work. And the and, first year yeah. we just went as just checking it out. Yeah. And then the following year we volunteered to actually sort the comics uh-huh. and yeah. set them up and yeah, we're so really was, good at sorting comics. There was a lot of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was, I mean, at the time when we had first started doing that, we didn't really have too much of a collection. That's where most of our, bulk of our collection But yeah, that was yeah. the thing is because then on the actual buying day, you could go in and you were paying anywhere from a nickel, from a nickel to a 10 quarter. cents, it, depending on how much you bought. If yeah, you hit a certain tier of like the if you hit fifty, dropped. then it went from being ten cents an issue to five cents an issue. Uh-huh. Like that's just practically like, like pounded. We could walk of, out of there so with a six a inch stack for five bucks. Yeah, yeah, and it, so it was good. And we had a we you know that was always fun digging through those boxes. And again, and they always had also not just the comics. They had vendors there, and then they also had artists. And oh, writers. that's really cool. So, but not a lot. Yeah, like very small scale, maybe a dozen tables tops. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was but that was. Um, 2014. Yeah, probably 2014, probably yeah. thereabout. Um, but that was the first time that then Suze was approached uh, to sell her stuff. Um, and at the time, you were making mainly just like pillows and bags. Canvas bags, yeah. Um, Not even pillows. I started pillows like 
as a whim for that yeah. and that's what really took off but so yeah so we were we got a table for like a small donation yeah 50 percent of our proceeds i no not even 50 it's like 25 yeah, i donated amount. yeah that's really and cool you got to sell stuff there and then it was really from there on that people would go to that show and see um like say hey i'm a promoter for this show and then i get a and I'd say, oh, I want to do the show. I never even thought about someone like scouting for mm-hmm. another they, show at a show like they that. Try to, yeah. And we've, I've, I keep in my money box all the things I've gotten uh-huh. like, at the show. I, at shows, can get up to like 10 of them because I feel like my stuff you don't see as much. You mm-hmm. create a really interesting diversification. Like we had yeah. a little thing here a couple months ago and you have, you have pillows, you have dog collars, you have... Uh, tons of different things i mean and now especially with like the masks and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it does create i can imagine at a comic show some diversification between yeah. lung boxes and you know yeah it breaks up the scene yeah and i mean there's still like the murky area of artist versus vendor but uh-huh. i mean they like me at these shows they treat me well and i keep going at the shows and i think that's why we keep frequenting the shows yeah yeah yeah, so it's definitely been a unique experience to, to sort of be on both sides of the table mm-hmm. and um, you know, experience a show and become in friends with ways. vendors and everyone yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, and, and getting that sweet, sweet like uh, special pass. Right? <laughs> also, that sweet, yeah. sweet last you day of the show. Weekend. Hey, you still want this? Yeah. Five bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, show doors are closed. Vendors are trying to vendors get, only. Get like, rid of some that of the is stuff. the my favorite part of shows when it's, at the end the vendors go around and like just barter and trade stuff. Justin and I have always loved to go on Sunday to New York Comic Con because come 6.30, I'm like, this stack of trades, can I give you whatever? And they're like, yes, just please do not make me take those home. home. Yeah. There's one one booth, there's always a few booths, but they usually have like a post-it note on the trades. And it's like, it says whatever, it's like $10, $12, $5, whatever. And then on Sunday... Every one of them has a red Just mark crossed out. Like, a lower number <laughs> it's three bucks. It's Please take less. it. <laughs> and then on top of that, when we were there the last time, at a show prior to that, we had become friends with someone who worked at that booth. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So then we were <laughs> getting yeah. it even lower. But like that's just part of being no, that was in that community. We were next to... Right. Yeah, the we vendor next to. Yeah. It's all this like really interesting community yeah. that maybe yeah. you didn't think you'd end up And it's in, a very right? inclusive <laughs> and very warm community, too, uh-huh. now that I'm in the circle. Um, they, they always have like, after parties, after shows, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. even... Like the artists at the bigger shows, they all do like after parties all together. Yeah. And it's really fun just to see like the almost brotherhood or like. Yeah, yeah, Camaraderie. Camaraderie of it. That's awesome. Yeah. So we talked a lot about conventions. Kaylin, do you have any questions? I was actually going to circle back. I know you said kind of a little bit in the beginning that you started out reading your father's comics, but... Oh, I wanted to ask that, too. Oh, yeah. Go what ahead. were those, right? Yeah, that and uh, I guess what is your... What do we call it? Your gateway comic. Your gateway comic. I'm going to circle back to gateway comic in a second. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I was fortunate. My dad um, was a terrible child growing up. He used to hide out in his walls and read comic books. Because 
that's what you did in the 50s and 60s, I guess. <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry, wait. In the walls? He had the coolest house growing up, let me tell you. I, I have to go into the art. I wasn't going to let that get by either. <laughs> yeah, in the walls. So, his bed used to pull out, and there was like a faux wall, and there was a built-in Like, hey, face. Arnold? Sort of. Remember, hey, Arnold's like cool couch and his oh, whole like weird ass room. Yeah. like that, but... <laughs> He wasn't supposed to know that the wall had a door there, and he used to pull his bed out. And instead of going to school, he would climb oh, into no. the hole and pull the bed back in, uh-huh. and just and just hide out in there. And he'd have like Malamar cookies hiding and literally in there hide in the walls. And just hide in the walls. <laughs> that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. I get most of my dad's <laughs> here, but um, yeah. So when he was when we were closing up the house, when my grandparents moved fully to Boca, and um, we had the house in Teaneck. We were emptying it out, and he's like, oh, I should check something real quick. He pulls his bed away from the wall, and there was just a box of the most raggedy comics ever oh my God. in there. And it was like these great old Spider-Man's terrible conditions, uh-huh. like 1.0 conditions. Uh-huh. But Spider-Man, some Batman, like classic comics. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to check these. And I'm like, oh, no, no. No, no, I, I want. Let me see those. Those are cool. Uh-huh. He's also pulling out empty things of like cookie boxes in there. <laughs> oh my god! Just like, Dad, let me. <laughs> you can have those. Let me take this. Yeah. Box. So I went home and he essentially gave me his old comic book collection. Mm-hmm. I went home and I really got to look through these comics. Yeah. And flip through them. And again, not the greatest collection, not the greatest condition, but still like the like emotional bond I had with it was really great. And then like growing up kind of lost track of them and I moved out of my parents' house. I don't know what ever happened to them. Uh-huh. But those were like my first comic books that That's I really, really enjoyed. cool. Yeah. And then I suckered JP into taking me to comic book shops and get more. <laughs> Pretty. But I could not tell you what books like what issues they were. Uh-huh. It was just like just the most iconic books to me. Yeah. Because that's where I grew up on. <laughs> that's really, really neat. Alright, so what is a gateway book? Your gateway comic would be, like, the comic that you first read that got you to be like, I love this medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to think about that. You read. That was a perfect description, Doug. Yeah. You uh, got one on the top of your head, JP? Yeah, uh, I think, actually, like, when I really started getting into comics as a medium and like starting to want to dig out more stories was when the uh, Avengers versus X-Men event had started and I had read about it and I think actually we read about it that year at um, the at New York Comic Con because it was like all over the program uh-huh. so and it was like coming soon coming soon so then you know, I knew nothing about how comics were released, um, any sort of, like, scheduling and how issues came out or things like that. Um, it, not even, like, what a, what the price of a comic book was. I said for a long time, I don't know what it is about comic books, that it is kind of hard to get into them. Yeah. But once you're into them, you're, like, you, you just start to slowly know all of, like, the little ins and outs. Like, you're saying right now, yeah. I didn't know comic books only came out on Wednesdays. Like, right. or primarily came out new ones on Wednesdays. Right. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until I was, like, an older person collecting. You know, like, yeah. in my mm-hmm. late teens, 20s. Like, when I was, you know. Yeah. And I went, um, so, you know, I went looking for it. We didn't, you know, we didn't really have a lot of comic book shops um, 
in the area. Local. I did go to uh, one um, notably famous comic book shop in the county. Um, Are we saying one that maybe like perhaps like a celebrity owns? Yes. Yeah, Is that yeah, okay? I, I think that's mm-hmm. a, yeah. an accurate description. Steve Buscemi, right? Yeah. 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 Nailed it. Uh, and I remember walking into the shop and asking one of the uh, very uh, friendly employees. One uh, of the the men of the of, comic books? Of, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. One of the very welcoming uh, men of the comic book shop. And he was like, he was like, yeah, it's it's on the wall over there. Like, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> Zero help. What do you, like, you know, like, Sort of, sort Why of. Why you asking me this question? You should like it's Avengers X Men number one, and uh-huh. I was like, oh okay. So I walk and obviously it's under A. So I get it and I bring it up and I'm like, so this is the first one, right? Because I know <laughs> nothing about it. Yeah. And I was like, I uh-huh. want to make sure I'm getting the first one, so that I can continue start the story. Yeah. So like I'm gonna, I literally that was where I started with yeah. Marvel. I read some trades. I had read Civil War and that kind of stuff. But my first of like weekly books was Avengers versus X Men as yeah. well. And it, did he tell you that that was where it starts? Uh, so, uh, yeah, in, in a way, because what he said to me was, he said, "It's the seventh printing." Oh. And that meant nothing to me. Uh, yeah. Because yes. literally, very the confusing. First book that I'm purchasing. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, but it's the first one, right? And he said, no, it's the seventh printing. And I said, I don't understand. He said, that's the seventh time they print the book. And I said, oh, okay, but this is issue number one. And I said, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's that's four bucks. Oh, God. Jesus. So that like, was the first one. Like, can you not get over yourself enough to, like, just help a, a you know, a young kid out, but like, read a point, fucking book? At that point, I was getting, like, that was the seventh printing. So a bunch of the other issues after that had already come out. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, there were, it was becoming almost a hassle to then find them. So then I was like, I'll just ask for the the, the trade for Christmas. And that was like, one of those ones where, like, I again, this is where I started with that kind of, like, big event, reading it actually yeah. monthly. And that was where I first came across, like, Oh, there was A V X versus, and it's like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it's Avengers versus X Men versus, but this is so it was a side series, and then they had A plus X, and there was a ton of spinoffs. So I'm like, did I do I have this one? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> am I am I doing this right? Yeah, very very similar experience because then after that we did find another local place that we could get comics at, uh-huh. and. Not the most knowledgeable staff, <laughs> but it is like, what it is. when the right person's in, you get an answer. Uh-huh. But then that's when we really when we started a poll, and it was really mm-hmm. based off of that. And it was during sort of the fallout of Avengers versus X Men. So yeah. it was a lot of those A plus X Avengers versus and all the books that came mm-hmm. as a result of that event. Um, so that was yeah, that was really the gateway into. Your comments. To my comments. Yeah. Be- before we move on from yeah. a, uh, Avengers versus X-Men, what side were you on? This is make or break. Oh, this is... This is <laughs> this I know what side tough. I was on. I still have the pin from what side Allegiance I, I was on. I'm also like trying to look at JP's mask because I believe he does there's have... There's X-Men on here. But there's also and and there's Spider-Man. There. Yeah, so this might be yeah. like on theme. <laughs> Because I think I see Iron Man in the bottom right, right? Yeah. But you also, it's, it's turn hard. your head, turn your head. It's hard to other, pick sides. Other way. 
It's Wolverine right there. That's what I said, yeah. It's what I said. I went into it certainly as an Avengers fan more than an X-Men fan. Um, and I, you know, I don't, if anyone hasn't read this book yet, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's certainly a, a schism in the X-Men during it. So there's really not just two sides. Yeah. Um, I think that's the exact same answer that I'm going to give. I had my team cap <laughs> pin and then I was like, but the event, but the X-Men are right. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know about this anymore. Yeah. It was a great series. It was, it was certainly a fun I like story. I Scotty Young spoof of it. Oh my god, X, yeah. That was the babies. A, a and yeah. babies, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was cool. And and again, like, it was a great, it was a great gateway because it introduced you to a lot of characters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know that I would have ever encountered, I mean, at some point, but like, the Thunderer. Uh-huh. Like, I would no, have no idea how he fit yeah. into any part of the Marvel Universe. Um, or even like probably even the Iron Fist at that point, like yeah, like I didn't and, know any of these characters prior to that. And reading like these event books because that's what I had read prior to that too. It's like they throw you into these characters, and like you're saying, yeah. there's hundreds of characters that are involved in this event, and you're like, I don't know who this is, but like, wow, he's kind of interesting, right? And it can then branch you into yeah. you know, mm-hmm. seeking out other things. Yeah, I mean, I like really went hard into Cable, uh huh, like. Like and because then they had, I think, Extinction was the prequel to it. Avengers Extinction, uh-huh. with Cable, where he's like going around, killing off, killing off all the X Men to protect Hope. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I had to reread it. There's a yeah. There's the a Hope there's Summers storyline. Like everything. Yes. That was such a good series. So, so yeah. So that was you know it was fun to to really branch off and find. A lot of different characters yeah. that, that I could really enjoy finding more stories of. Alright, so I guess the gateway for me, it's a bit more of a loaded answer, a complex answer. Um, so I had my initial gateway of my dad's comics, but I can't recall whichever ones I read. Just like their existence yeah. is a milestone. Mm-hmm. But I guess getting myself back into comics was when they... Well, I'll preface it this way. In college, I took a class called Graphic Novel to Film. And that kind of really reignited my love of comic books. Mm -hmm. And I got to read Watchmen for the first time, and I really loved it. Uh And then I kind of went to the back burner again because life. And then JP and I started to dive back into comics, and I remember the um, Watchmen series they did again. The one off, the four. Before Watchmen. Yeah, the before yeah. Watchmen. Where and they I, did like the Silk Spectre series, they did one on the Minutemen, Ozymandias, yes. everybody kind of had, there was six different series they did. Yeah, and then they also had like a handful of the other ones of the like original ones, like what happened to them? Yeah. But um, I really enjoyed that. And at that same time, I also really got into the New 52 Wonder Woman that Cliff Chang was drawing the covers. It was heavily based in Greek mythology, which I loved and those two kind of pulled me back in to the point where I'm pretty sure, like, we're just working on my Golden Age Wonder Woman comics at this point. Some Silver yeah. Age, but Golden Age. Yeah, like, collector sidewise. Yeah, collector like, sidewise, the Wonder Woman really re-kicked, like, re-ignited my, like, I want them all! Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, the Watchmen really got me reading comics again. And then I started getting more into indie than Marvel and DC. 
I read a lot of image now because just kind of trickled down that way. Yeah. But yeah. Image is definitely like muscling themselves to, you know, the yeah. the level of the big two mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I mean like I can't remember the last image book I picked up where I didn't like it. Uh-huh. And I've definitely picked up some storylines in Marvel and DC where I'm like, hmm, let's gonna skip this arc. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's my complex answer of saying like Did you like is. the Watchmen movie? I did at the time when no. I first watched it. Uh-huh. No, and then I read the book. Uh-huh. When you were naive, you were yeah. like, yeah. When my eye, when I was blind. <laughs> and then I read the book. Then I read the uh, small before Watchmen series, and now I am not as much of a fan of the movie. Yeah. I acknowledge that it was decent, but also acknowledge that was not great. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have a funny story about that movie because I went to go see it in theaters knowing nothing. Oh, really? Knowing nothing. I was just like, this looks cool. I want to go see this. And at the time, I had very thick straight across bangs. <laughs> and then I sat down and I was like, oh, this is the main woman. And then I was like, fuck, I, my hairstyle looks exactly like that right now. <laughs> and it looked like I was just trying to be there. And I was like, God, I hope nobody, like, asked me any You're wearing questions. a bright yellow sweater with, a, like, a black stripe yeah. on it. You're like, black oh, no. Like, it really looked like I planned it. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, she was Disney-bounding Silk Spectre at the Watchmen premiere. Before I even know what Disney-bounding was, so. <laughs> that was one of those ones... I worked at GameStop at the time, and I feel like we all book clubbed it. Like, everyone at GameStop, we all read the book, and then we literally all went together to see The Midnight, too. Mm -hmm. It was a very weird time that, like... And to think of the power of, like, that obscure... You know, it was obscure still. I mean, it's still a highly regarded graphic novel, and it was at the time, but to think that, you know, a group of eight people all bought this book that's, like, of, you know made up character not made up but you know like made up characters that they were kind of giving a chance on making a movie out of and it was considered unfilmable for all these years is kind of wild and now flash forward to the show the television show is that is the only show to date that i think about all the time i never (laughs) want to watch it again but oh I God. always say I want to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I really want to watch that. But I, I can't watch it again. It was like, mm-hmm. that was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Got right you, you absorbed it. Yeah. It's, you absorbed it. And it's, well, yeah. We did it. We did it over two days, right? Yeah. So did oh, I. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. It was like, I, I watched it with just enough time to catch yeah. the finale on like a slight time delay. Like I watched the finale a couple hours afterwards. I think cause... it had come out already and they yeah. had made it available during it certain. Was a remembrance. That's the remembrance. Yeah. Yeah. And we just... Of the Tulsa Massacre. Yeah. And we watched it and... Yeah, and just free that weekend. We're like, well, we've got to get it in this weekend. Yeah. So, full disclosure, I still haven't watched it. No? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I've told you this before. It's like, I'm really excited to watch it, but I Uh need to dedicate, like, a good amount of time to watch it. You're not going to want to stop watching it. Yeah. That's that's exactly why. And I don't want to, like, not give it the attention that it it deserves because you said and i've seen a little bit of it and i'm like fuck this is so good Uh but i want to make sure that i dedicate the time because you can only watch something like that once you also and then like doug like i'm not gonna want to go back you also when you watch it you need to also give yourself time to decompress afterwards Uh (laughs) because it is just it it's a lot yeah very good yeah (sighs) 
Yeah, it's see that's it's daunting. You have it's this. Daunting. You have this holiday weekend. I know that's true. This would be a wonderful <laughs> time. This is very true. And plus, we're not like celebrating Thanksgiving until Friday, so I definitely have nothing to do. Yeah, you have tomorrow. Watch Today, it. it's like eight tomorrow. hours, right? Eight, nine hours, it's maybe? Eight or nine episodes. Yeah. So I could just show up to book club just completely distraught on Friday. <laughs> You're like, okay. And you know what? We will give you tissues and un- listen to you because, Fair. as we know, book club is Oof. also just talking club. That's going to be a weird day tomorrow because i got to finish Friendo, too. So yeah. it's going to be weird. Friendo's, I feel like I can get done in like 20, 30 minutes. Stop talking about book club before book club. <laughs> I haven't read the book on purpose. <laughs> so, um, I just want to thank you guys again for joining us. I'm sure Kaylin wants to thank you also. I usually Me do this alone. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I feel really weird. I usually do this alone. Yes, thank you. So, um, is there anywhere that you would like to be found? you want to plug something? Uh, I would like to remain hidden. Okay. <laughs> Got it. That's fair. Um, Witness well, relocation program initiated. Well, you're married to me, so that's fun. Um, well, you guys can follow me on my Instagram, I guess. Uh, the Needlemeister. You can check out what I'm working on in my shop and all the fun stuff. Sometimes there's pictures of JP that pop up, so Uh-oh. you can't be hidden for too long. Are those pictures geotagged? Oh, I didn't think of doing that. I could. In real time, too. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Like, like, like you are currently at this place and you post this picture and geotag it so we know he is currently there. Well, I don't think he'll let me do that, but I'll try. (laughs) I have a really funny off-mic conversation for you about my thinking that that's how things work for after we hit stop. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, yes, we will also add to our show notes, if you look in the information, a link to Suzanne's store, The Needlemeister on Etsy. You can take a look at all the fine things she has there available. And oh. for JP, I'm going to put his home address. Um, okay, cool. You want to so. put it in now? Yeah. Oh, I have just a real quick humble brag and a thank you. Thank you guys for helping me raise over $5,000 to donate to Fulfill Monmouth County. Incredible. selling the masks oh in the shop. Incredible. Totally almost forgot to do that, but thank you so much. That's yeah. been awesome. Even everyone who's listening to it has bought a mask. Thank you so much. It's that's it is just... insane that you've managed to raise that much money. <laughs> this like... was an idea that we were sitting on the sofa. I'm like, oh, maybe five hundred dollars, and yeah. five thousand dollars later. Holy that's amazing! Just insane. So thank you for you guys for helping me yes. do it. And you have a promo code running right now. Oh yeah, but right? you have to come into the shop to get it. Okay. It's Ooh. on the back of the masks. It's on some of my business cards. I dig that too. It is for free shipping for the holidays. Oh, so, dope. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So, awesome. So be sure to pop into the shop to get that promo code and check out all of Suzanne's things at Needlemeister on Etsy. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, again, for uh, coming into the shop and recording that. I know Suze was a little nervous about being on here but i think you and jp knocked it out of the park they definitely nailed it Mm -hmm. let's go to our next song sure which is make me feel by janelle monet baby don't make me spell it out for you all of the feelings that i got for you can't be explained, but I can try for you. Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. You keep on asking me the same questions. Why? And second guessing all my intentions. Should know by the way I use my compression. 
That you got the answers to my confessions It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender And emotional, sexual bender Mess me up, yeah, but no one does it better There's nothing better That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way By Janelle Monet. By Janelle, uh, the wickedly <laughs> talented Janelle Mosey. <laughs> in my mind, like it wasn't translating. I was gonna say Manel Janae. Mm-hmm. Like I just swapped it, but I I was able to like you just, it out correctly. You, you swapped Gillian Jacobs before and said Gillian, <laughs> but still Jacobs. Like <laughs> <laughs> my mind is a very messy place, Doug. <laughs> Oh, God. Please, please don't try to... Episode title, that. My Mind is a Messy Place. <laughs> Love it. Oh, so, I need my phone. Hold on. This week, it, well, today, the day you're listening to this, is it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you're having a safe, responsible Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are socially distanced at your family's house, six yes. feet apart. Zooming other family members. You have, you have clear petitions. Like the bank. Like... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Be safe, y'all. Clear petitions. <laughs> Words are hard. Petition back. to not have Thanksgiving here anymore. Um, so that means tomorrow is Black Friday for mm-hmm. some of y'all. And the following would be Small Business Saturday. Which is 
more important, especially in these times. So, of course, this being the Geekery Radio Hour based out of the Geekery mm-hmm. in Madawan, New Jersey at 133A Main Street. That's where we get our name? It's based on our name. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I just want to share with everyone and let you know what we have going on at the Geekery. Shoot. And Kaylin has a great list afterwards of some other small businesses you can support. Yes. So... This week at the Geekery for Small Business Saturday and Black Friday, we're doing a two-day sale, and we have all of our um, graphic novels and trade paperbacks are buy two, get one free. All of our toys, figures, and games are 25% off. Dope. And all of our back issues are going to be 50% off. Super dope. So it's a great time to... If you're looking for recommendations for a loved one or This is honestly my anyone. favorite thing to do. And I know I'm not going to shout out like another shop because, you know, you forbade me to speak about any other comic places. There are no other comic shops, Caitlin. Just the Geekery. <laughs> I get it. Um, but it was my favorite to go into a shop and be like, ask somebody that was super knowledgeable and be like, knowledgeable? Yeah, that's the word. It didn't sound correct. Anyway, ask them for recommendations for my friends just based on very limited, mm-hmm. like, specific things about each person. Yeah. I remember... You'd be very surprised. Christmas a few yeah. years ago, you had told um, at the shop that you were going to... Which doesn't exist. JD's Hero Complex in Young, Pennsylvania. Sure. Um, you had gone there and you basically were looking for a book for me. And you had told him that I was really into The Wicked and the Divine. Yes. I think it was one of the few things you had said. He yeah. likes blah, blah, blah. He'll read superhero books. He likes whatever. Mm. And he recommended to you the first volume of Young Avengers by Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillen. Yes. The same creative team. Mm-hmm. And that was a Cracker Jack suggestion mm-hmm. because I did not have that series in trade paperback. I'm trying to think of what else, what other ones that I I got for other people that were kind of... You got a spooky book for Liz based on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, knowing that she liked witches and occult books. But, I mean, pretty much all of them were spot on. But yeah, it's and it's a lot of fun to try to recommend something Mm -hmm. for someone, too. Yeah. So we're always more than willing to help It's like a fun little game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, I always start with, like, people come in and they're like, hi, my son, he's just... He's eight years old, mm-hmm. and he's just starting to get interested in comics. And so I'm like, who age, does he like? Age group there. You know, like, is he a Batman kid? Do, do they like Black Panther? Do mm-hmm. they like, um, you know, Captain Marvel? What movies do they what? like watching? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Other than just saying that they really like the Avengers movie, well, mm-hmm. what else do they like? Because yeah. it's like, I who have... Do like, who do they like specifically from the Avengers? Yeah, and we have a lot of books that are similar to other... Th- like, if... Oh, he likes... Goosebumps and mm-hmm. the X Men. Yeah, well, it's like okay, so then I can take that and I can suggest you, blah 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 blah, giving me the exact with... right answer. <laughs> That's two. <laughs> but it's it and honestly, it's a lot of fun. So yes. we're looking forward to this Black Friday and Small Business Saturday. Please mm-hmm. come check out the shop. We have some great deals, and if you spend fifty dollars or more. We have a special gift bag <gasps> surprise for dun, you, too. Dun, dun. Yeah. Exciting. Check us out. Well, I'll be... Can I get the deals on Friday? When I'm Friday here? and Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't dude, hear that part. Days. Doug, how many times did I tell you? I don't listen when I you talk. I, I only You're listen when I talk. You're not in your head when you go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, just in case uh, you're looking for other places to spend your money besides Amazon, besides Best Buy, besides Target, besides Walmart, what are the other, what's another one? Circuit City. Staples. <laughs> Caldor. Bradley's. 
James Way. Sears. Sears. Yes. All these places. There's a Kmart in Spirit Halloween. They're all closed. They're all Spirit Halloweens. (laughs) You ever gone into a Spirit Halloween? Like in Not Halloween. if I could help it but, since like 20... I remember when they first started showing up and you'd be like, oh, wow, this is cool. It's a mm-hmm. spirit Halloween. Awesome. And then it's like, well, what do you do afterwards? And they would always say that they were going to turn into a Christmas store. And I'd never oh. seen one do that. But they always were certain they were going to turn into a Christmas store that sold That's... like trees and ornaments and shit like that, too. Actually, very interesting. Why don't they do that? And then you got Easter. Yeah. And then you got Fourth of July. And it's just called Spirit. So it could be Spirit Halloween. Not spirit Halloween off Christmas. the thing. Spirit Christmas. Wait. Hold on. Spirit Holiday. Spirit Holiday. Spirit Holiday. All inclusive. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even mean Menorahs. But it works. Valentine's gifts. Yes. Fireworks. Leprechaun ears. Nope. Leprechaun ears. Kaylin, what okay. is your list? <laughs> Kaylin has gathered up a nice list of small businesses that are having deals and that you can support all season long. Yes. So I I reached out to a couple community pages. You know how much I love those. And I kind of was just trying to get an idea for local small businesses or like a one to two person operations like online. I'm trying to keep it as small as possible because... I mean, small businesses really need the help right now. Yeah, Target COVID's been really hard on a lot of small businesses. Yes. And Target getting through this season money. will help Big these Daddy businesses. Bezos does Daddy not need, Bezos doesn't need any more money. Doesn't need your money. But these following ones do. Not specifically. They didn't reach out. I know. Kaylin, you do not need to preface. <laughs> it's, it's good for the communities that these businesses yes. are in mm-hmm. to get this kind of support. Mm-hmm. And... And here's the list now. Here's the list. <laughs> we're now. doing a horrible. I feel like we're just prolonging saying the list. Yep. But I chose these. There is no um, list. <laughs> I'm gonna off the top of my head right now. Um, I chose these, so none of these places reached out to me. I kind of did a little bit of digging into each. Um, some of these people I know. Some of these people um, were just suggestions online. So I'm just gonna tell you what the list is and where you can find them. Um, oh, and they range. You are really prolonging I'm this. I'm sorry. They range from like this area of Madawan, Keyport, down to like M- Lacey, Manahawkin. Okay. So kind of like Ocean County, Monmouth County. First on the list is a place called the CBD Wellness Center of New Jersey. That one's actually based out of Lacey. They have an online shop and they also have a physical shop on... Uh, I think it's technically Main Street, but it's actually nine. So there's literally two main roads in Lacey Townships. Yeah. <laughs> Just what the other one, not the one you get off the parkway on. It's the other guy. Um, I have yet to go into there, but I really do love CBD products. So. I know. It, I don't know if this is too much information to share, but I know that you had sworn by CBD gummies helping yes. you get some mm-hmm. more restful sleep. Yep. CBD with uh, melatonin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, they were wonderful. So, like, and I'm just interested in that cause it's a little bit holistic and, and soaps and stuff like that. So, I'm really excited to check it out myself. I have not yet gone, but the owner seems like a sweetheart. Cool. She was very informative online and was like, here are all the options. And when I asked her about, 
you know, like, do you guys do delivery? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I have all the options. I could mm-hmm. do delivery. You can come to the store. I could do contactless pickup. A lot of this you know very I mean? adaptive for the times. Exactly. Curbside and mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Uh, the next place is Bombshell Hair and Beauty Bar. I know it doesn't really sound like a place you would get a gift from, but hear me out. Hear me out, guys. Gift certificates. Mm-hmm. Gift certificates. I think they're also running a special on uh, hair products in the um, to pick up as well. So if you're yeah, a lot of those um, boutique or hair hair salons, they mm. have their shampoos that they swear by and their yes. creams. And mm-hmm. am I saying any of these things? Creams? You put creams in your hair? Yeah, right? I put all the creams in my hair. <laughs> look at my hair, Doug. It looks doesn't look like I have all the creams in it. Kaylin's visiting all these businesses <laughs> on Saturday as well and partaking. <laughs> And I'm only getting creams from them, and I'm only going to put them in my hair, because that's what you do. Um, but I I love... that. This is my hair salon, actually. I'm just plugging it because I love the people that work there. I think they're awesome. They're very super conscious about, again, like, they're open during COVID times, but they're mm-hmm. very, very cautious. About like, sanitizing all the stations. Exactly. And all like, and I'm, like... I'm my one girl that does my hair. I'm in a separate room from everyone else. It's mm-hmm. just me and her. And we're cool. both wearing our masks the whole entire time. Uh, next on the list is Artist Scent Candles. Um, I visited her online shop. Mm-hmm. The scents sound amazing. Yeah. And the they have this like cool wrapper around it. Like they do almost like an opalescent kind of... I don't know. It looks fancy. I love fancy. how you're like... You're like, knowledgeable doesn't sound right, but you're like, obolescent. And I'm like, what's obolescent? It's okay. like, you know, here, like, this is an opal. It's yeah. like white, but it has, like, all of the colors at the same yeah. time. Anyway, um, don't know this shop, but they posted, and I checked out their page, and it looks pretty profesh, and the candles sound dope. So I might check that out as well and see what they're doing for um, maybe Cyber Monday or yeah. maybe... I don't know if they're doing anything for Small Business Saturday. Probably should have checked. But you can find them online. And I wanted to say, like, just because maybe they're not running a deal this weekend doesn't mean Mm. that you couldn't check them out for the rest of the holiday season, too, right? No, specifically just... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. Bombshell Hair and Beauty Bar is in Tom's River. Okay. Um, I'm trying to tell you guys kind of where the location is as well. Artisan Candles is just found online, as far as I know. I'm, I think they have a Facebook page as well. Um, the next shop is Made by Mermans. It's a bunch of, like, handmade stuff, but the quality looks, like, fantastic. Um, they could also be found online, and I think they also have a Facebook. Okay. Um, as we just spoke to Suze, and you guys heard, uh, she has a shop on Etsy called The Needlemeister. Can I ask you really quick, do you have it spelled out there so we can yeah. make sure that everybody... It's N-E-E-D-L-E-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. Okay. The Needlemeister. Dope. On Etsy. Um, you can also find your products at Doug's shop. Um, the Geekery. Doug and Justin's shop. Not just Doug's shop. <laughs> um, she has a bunch of stuff on her Etsy shop, too. A couple different things. But, Those, like... She has, like, pillows, totes. Oh, yeah. It's it's Baby it's onesies. And it's all, like, ranging in, like, all different sort of yeah. nerdy themes. Yeah. I mean, there's even, like, like you can get floral prints and stuff like mm. that. It doesn't have to actually go towards the nerdy Like, side, I know that she's, can. like, my friend, but I have collars on both of my cats that Just she made. Friend? 
collar on my dog that she made. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, it sounds like I I'm just like quite a few of her masks, and like the quality is. Yeah, Chef's kiss. she makes really great stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm saying like it's not like I'm just promoting her because she's our friend. I'm like well, I actually I have so much <laughs> stuff too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and just in case you missed it in the interview, uh, she is doing seasonal promotions. Um, you could find that information on her business cards and the back of the mask packaging. Um, just specifically at the shop. So if you're looking for, you know, masks or pillows and, and you like the stuff you see at our shop, hit up the Geekery first and get a business card or buy a mask or any of our products and you can get the promotion, which I believe is free shipping. Yes. Yes. Next is Veruca Style. Um, that could be found on Main Street in Matawan. Um, yes. It's only like a few. I think few she's 114B. She's 114B yes. and you're 133A. Yes. So really just right down the road. Door to door with Maloney's Irish Pub on Main Street. Yes, right across Straight the across street. Straight across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, her shop is beautiful. Varying gift ideas. Candles, oh my God. Uh, jewelry. I got these like this multi-pack of sugar scrub cubes uh-huh. once. I still have a couple of them and it's funny because I like save them for special occasions because <laughs> i'm like oh like i i'm going out tonight i'm like let me use it and I, they're just precious i love them so i like <laughs> have precious sugar scrubs <laughs> she has a lot of really cool stuff yes yes you guys gotta go uh give her um check out her shop but she also has an online too right doug yes at yes. veruca style yes verucastyle.com this weekend for cyber month cyber blah, 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 blah. this weekend <laughs> small for small business, business saturday, saturday you can also check out she's doing a live event with the moms of business group the mob the mob gotta shout out the mob <laughs> um next is my kind of decor uh this is somebody that's based out of tom's river they have a facebook and an online um, but it's a lot of like signage and stuff like that that's specifically made. My dad has a few pieces and he just had one made for my brother and it's like really nice quality and it's like the pricing's very competitive cool. compared to like a lot of other shops that I've seen. And like personalized items like that is like a really cool thing to like yeah. gift, you know? I agree. I agree. Cause like who, you know, who really buys that stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, you like don't buy that for, stuff for yourself. yourself <laughs> yeah. You know? But it, it it is very nice quality, so definitely give them a check out online. Um, there's another there's a bakery that I found uh, called Crumb and Get It. Mm-hmm. They only have a Facebook, and um, you can message them for certain things. But the new thing that I've seen that everybody's been wanting this holiday season is those hot chocolate bombs. Have you seen what them? Is that? So you know what a, a bath bomb is, yeah. right? It's basically the same oh thing. God. You put like, it's like a chocolate encased and then like. There's a marshmallow in the middle. Exactly. Oh and God. cocoa powder and like, so you could get like mint flavor and That's stuff really like that. Cool. Right? And then you just pour like warm milk on it or if That's you wanted whatever. That's very neat. See? Yeah, I dig that. So I saw that and I thought that they had a lot of fun ones. So they're found on Facebook um, and you can message them. Uh, the next one I have is this place called Jetty. Now, Jetty is a little bit bigger of an operation, and I know it's not super well-known up here, mm-hmm. but it is a huge brand down in Southern Ocean County. Okay. It's definitely, like, based out of, like, surfer and skater, and but, like, the quality of the clothing is, like, fantastic. I was lucky enough to volunteer there a couple years ago, 
And this is the main reason why I'm adding them to the list because mm-hmm. they are very community based. They host or they at least um, sponsor a bunch of different events. Like I went to, oh my god, I can't even remember the fucking name. It was like a it was like a cancer benefit. Mm-hmm. And they have it each year, and I went to that one twice. And it's always like. A really good time they always raise a bunch of money and they'll usually match it so like just a lot of like money put they do a lot of the good community. for the community exactly cool. so they actually um they have a main shop uh in manahawkin on nine it's right across from the high school and they have an online um next is the metal music shop in keyport i haven't been but doug has this is a cool new little shop that just opened up a uh, few months ago now mm-hmm. and they're uh, it's a little metal store they have albums they have mm-hmm. patches they have shirts they have all sorts of cool stuff i actually bought specialty tea from there that that's was so funny the horror movie it was scream themed that's it was called amazing. screamsicle and it was like an orange cream tea was it good? i did not think walking into the metal music store that i was going to purchase tea mm-hmm. but i did and it's a delight wow so, you know, no really bounds of what you can find there. Yeah, they're a really neat store. They're on Broad Street in Keyport. I heard, I heard a little rumor that it's a little intimidating from the outside. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, it's called the Metal Shop. You think, like, it's going to be really, you know. But it's pretty cool. And the guy who runs it, he seemed really nice, too. Oh, nice. All right, cool. I still haven't checked them out, so maybe when I'm up here on Friday, I'll go check yeah. them out. Um, last but not least, I have uh, this place called... Shedhead Vintage. Um, they're local. They're based out of Matawan, um, and they have an online shop, or you could find their stuff at the Keyport Funhouse. Um, just very like kitschy, kind of one of a kind items. Mm-hmm. The pricing's pretty reasonable. Um, they also have a bunch of accessories, bags, belts, jewelry, a bunch of stuff. I just thought they were really neat, and the fact that they're run by two women locally, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's the end of my list. Uh, I'm going to tag these people, or at least make a post for Saturday, so you guys um, can follow up if you wanted. You know, I just thought of one more before we close out. Uh, Rebel Supply in Asbury Park. I don't think I ever go there without buying something. They have the coolest patches. Yeah, she's so friendly. And like... We just went there a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I got a patch, and you and Liz bought scarves. We bought these scarves. Hold on. Uh-huh. These scarves are huge. They're ginormous, and they're a lot of fun, and they're so warm. They're very soft. And we got them for a steal. I think they were originally 25 but she was running a promotion uh-huh. for like maybe 20% off or something yeah. like that. So we ended up getting them for 17 bucks. A freaking steal for these, like, the quality and, and really like, really cool stuff in there, too. Like, very funny, mm-hmm. like, shirts. And they have a lot of consignment. And it's yes. a really interesting mm-hmm. shop. Yep. There's a ton of different things. Yep. Books. And it's literally games. one of those, like, you don't know what you're going to end up buying when you go but there. But you're definitely going to buy something. you're going to buy something. For yeah. sure. If not, just because you want to, like, say hello to the owner. Because she's so <laughs> kind. And remember when we went there last, she was like, guys, if you're here next week, I'm having yeah. another promotion. Please come back. Yeah, I just like uh, offhandedly like, was like, I literally love looking in. They have this like case at the register with all mm-hmm. these patches. And I'm like, I love the patches you sell here. Yeah. And I bought a Jersey Devil patch. And uh, she was like, oh, I'm getting a resupply next week. If you follow us, like you'll yeah. definitely see like I have a ton of new stuff coming in. And, and it's like little things that like 
that that like a i followed her definitely mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i'll definitely follow you and i yeah. like have been keeping up with what she's doing at the shop and like be like you don't get that experience at a big box store no you at target I mean? they literally like ring up your shit and they say it's on you. 127 dollars again you idiot you spent more than a hundred dollars <laughs> here yeah and you just you put the chip in the thing and then they go okay and you move along it's yeah. not mm-hmm. there's no you know yep I don't know. There's no... There's no nothing. There's no nothing. <laughs> they gave us nothing at Target. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, be sure to, if you can, I know this season's been tough for everybody, mm-hmm. but if you can... Yeah, if you have the money, just consider just going to a small business. It really would help them out, and you're putting that money back into your community. You know? It makes all the difference. It does. kind of makes you feel good, too. It does, Like, to yeah. say that, like, you bought all of... Like your gifts that you're mm-hmm. giving to your family and folks, like yep. from small businesses versus Absolutely. like, you know, a full car down Amazon or something like that. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it feels good and it is good. <laughs> and it is good. <laughs> On that note, let's do oh. our third song. <laughs> I know, right? Let's make this episode. Kaylin, you want to go live? We'll just do like five more hours. Yes. Let's do five more hours. We're going live. Fuck it. This has been a long one and Who we really appreciate it. Is that Christian Bale? Fuck no. it. We'll do it live is Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yes. Yeah. Wait, but where was Christian Bale? Christian Bale, he freaked out on he had, like, set. A Someone walk, kept walking behind him while he was trying to do a take or something like that. Uh, he was kind of right. Yeah. But we don't need to freak out like that on people who are doing a job. Very true. Anyway. Not to take sides. I'm trying to wrap it up. Okay. I'm basically appreciating everyone for listening to this extra long episode of the Geekery Radio Hour and some. We're in person, baby, so. I know. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It could be our longest, but our best episode yet. I think this might be the best episode yet. Might be. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this hey, has been episode 34. I know now you're taking the reins in time God to close it out. It. Like I was just trying to close it out. But mm-hmm. let's take a second to say that we're really thankful to our listeners. This is episode 34, and for Thanksgiving, yeah, I'm thankful to you, the listener. Doug's a real kiss-ass. You guys are okay. <laughs> this is why you get those comments, <laughs> they, pe- they People say you're a bit much. That's very true. No, guys, on a very serious note, it, it, it is a pleasure to do this for you guys. Um, and we've had a lot of feedback recently from people saying how much they love the show. And it's like very humbling. I was telling Doug before, it's hard like to take monster. the compliment. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, I was like, oh my God, I was cackling at something that you were saying. And I was like, why? Our show's trash. Don't listen. <laughs> like, I got embarrassed. Um, but it really does mean a lot. We have such a blast making these. And as you can tell, sometimes we have a point. Sometimes we're all over the place. But we, we have a blast. And I'm happy that, you know, so many people are listening. So thank you. Thank you. 34 episodes. And, you know, don't don't feel, you know, the need. Don't don't feel compelled. But if you wanted to, you could tell other people to listen. Yeah. And rate and review five stars. Five stars. It still is broken. It won't take anything yep. under five stars. Nope. I keep asking when they're going to fix it. They're, they don't get back to you. Never. They're mm-hmm. just like, just do five. Just, just do well, five. Why are you complaining? Just yeah. have them just hit the five, five stars. stars. And I'm like, fine. We have to. This podcast is based out of a store called The Geekery that can be found at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. It can be found online at The Geekery NJ. 
This podcast that you're currently listening to can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumplestiltskin. Guys, I'm praying. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Please have be a safe. happy and safe Thanksgiving. Be safe, be responsible, but have a good Thanksgiving. I, I hope can't wait to watch the happy. parade. <gasps> I love a parade. God, I hope there's... Just that parade. I just want the balloons to get loose. That's my only favorite part. But nobody to get hurt at the same time. You just want to watch that Barney when he like goes crazy yes. and he cracks his head open on the light post. Yes, <laughs> I want to see that. Caleb's also, not watching the real parade. She's just going to watch that in a loop. I just want everyone to be safe. One time the cat in the hat got loose and he broke a lampost also. Did he? Yeah. You gotta I watch know, that one. I know some people get hurt when that happens. That's yeah, what I'm nervous about. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing this year. Which one I think landed, it's pre-reported. Wait, which one landed in Central Park? I don't know. One of them landed in Central Park. Like it just like... It like flew, flew away. away. Yeah. Yikes. Was it Clifford? Did you know... I know we're really trying to close okay. this out now. Yeah. Did you know all of those people mm-hmm. who carry the balloons, who go mm-hmm. in the floats, they all work or have some affiliation to Macy's? Oh yeah, I know that like, because... Like all over the world. I know that Macy's. because I worked at a Macy's. Yeah. And some lady like the second day, like I guess it was right before the holidays, she was like, oh, you know... Some people get to go. She's like, you, you get, like, but hold on, but hold on. And... She goes to me. She goes, but you won't go. You're too new. You're yeah. not going to get to go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> like, I worked with a lady who like went every year mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then I watched, you know, waited to find her. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm going to be a clown apparently. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I got to find her. That's so cool. Did you find her? No. Okay. I had Sorry. a very little TV. Sorry, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay safe, stay well, enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week.